I don't think America is mentioned in the Bible uh, as a key player in the end times. And I think that's significant because if we're not mentioned, then something's going to have to happen to us if we're not a key player. listen to the words again we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights that among these are life liberty and the pursuit of happiness the real obstacle to moving forward the boundaries of freedom the only permanent danger to the hope that is America comes from within. Liberty and freedom and democracy are prizes awarded only to those people who fight to win them and then keep fighting eternally to hold them. And without God, democracy will not and cannot long endure. If we ever forget that we're one nation under God, then we will be a nation gone under. Warning, you are now entering a new dimension. Viewer discretion is advised. Continue at your own risk. TNT Talk is not held responsible for any future occurrences with the outside world. And remember, these are theories, not fact. Welcome to the finale of Unmasked. Oh, we're saying it at the same time. Oh, it just kind of happened. Um... I don't really, I, we don't really know what we're titling this episode yet. Uh, something about Babylon, something about America. Something about we're all crumbling to the ground. Yeah, something about how we're all gonna die. Um, <laughs> awesome. No, I did tell Tori before uh, we even got over here to film, I told her, I was like, maybe we should say, like, this episode is not to bring fear uh, but yeah. this episode might scare you. <laughs> yeah, it might. I mean, I have a lot of friends that listen, and they say that our normal episodes scare them. So, like, if they're listening to this, they're probably going to, yeah. like, Because this is, sheets. like, realistic stuff. Like, yeah. This is, like, like, end times. Yeah, we are going to be 
talking about um the end of the world basically uh and the my, end of america yeah really really like the end of our nation um and what the bible says about it um because if you're like me like and i i study the bible a lot i have always wondered to myself like why isn't america mentioned in the bible as as influential as of a country as it is and now um i think i know why i think we cracked the code <laughs> i think we cracked the code so um there are a lot of uh documentaries and websites and articles and all this stuff that's like dedicated to this topic of america being mystery babylon from you, the bible yeah but say if you don't know what that is babylon is like a city from the bible it's from like it's well and Babylon, 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 and Mystery Babylon yeah. are two separate things. Mystery Babylon is like kind of like suppo- it's supposed to like help you connect the dots. We'll we'll get there because we got a lot of me and Tori found a lot of scripture verses that uh, yeah we're about to have a whole sermon in here. Yeah, we're about so. to we're about to bring it. It's down. very interesting though when you hear like the things of what the Bible says and then how it literally correlates directly to America. And you're yeah. like, there's no way. There's no way that it's not. Yeah. 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 I mean, we do have to say this is a conspiracy because, you know, we don't want... We don't want God to come after us like that. <laughs> yeah. We don't, we don't want to get God's wrath. We don't want but... God to cancel the podcast. Right. He'll destroy it. But uh, anyways, so many researchers think that although America's not mentioned in the Bible, that mystery Babylon from Revelation could represent America and the fall of America. Um, so I went and researched Babylon itself, like the the city Babylon from the Bible. Um, mm-hmm. So one of the biggest factors that researchers use is that Babylon has an extremely large influence on the world. Um, it goes by many other names in the Bible as well. For example, Desert of the Sea and Lady of Kingdoms. Lady of Kingdoms was the one that hit me because I was like, yeah. yeah. I was like, because America... Okay, like, we even are, people that don't live in America are like, wow, America's, like, big America time. is that other documentary I told you about that I had only watched, like, 10, 20 minutes of it because it's super long. Mm-hmm. The, literally, the beginning of it was talking about how America is the most powerful and influential nation yeah. ever. Yeah, and, you know, and that's, like, and other, like, other countries, like, Canada or, like, Australia, like, they'll be like, no, like, that's, you guys just have big heads. No, it's true. Yeah. Like, America's voice in this world is a really big voice. Like, when America does something, yeah. like, all the other countries are like, oh, shoot, should we follow? Yeah, exactly. So, um, Babylon plays a major role in the Bible. It represents a rejection of the one true God. It was one of the cities founded by, his name is so funny, King Nimrod. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, Babylon <laughs> did go against God in the Bible. If you know the story, they were building the tower of babel to go against god and god got pissed at them and was like you know what like i'm gonna make all of you not understand each other and so he changed like all of their languages so they were all talking to each other in different languages that no one could understand that's hilarious yeah he's like haha who's there you go yeah so um babylon was located in ancient mesopotamia sorry i can never say that right on the eastern bank of the Euphrates River. Its earliest act of defiance was building the Tower of Babel. So it was kind of supposed to be like a pyramid, like a ziggurat. If you know what that is, it's like like literally a triangle pyramid shape. Like the Egyptian pyramid? Yeah. Well, mm, I don't know if it's supposed to look like... I think it was more narrow. Oh, okay. Um, 
So to prevent further arrogance, like I said, God confused everybody's language so that they could not, quote, overstep his limits on them is how the website that I found that on (laughs) said it. For much of its early history, Babylon was a small, obscure city-state until it was chosen as a capital, which expanded the empire and it became Babylonia. Baloney. That's what I thought of just now. So it's located about 59 miles southwest of modern Baghdad. So obviously Babylon still exists. I'm not really sure if it's still called Babylon because it, it's, I, I don't know. Look it up. Okay. So located, it's located about 59 miles southwest of modern Baghdad. And Babylon created an intricate system of canals with the Euphrates River. We all learned about that in like eighth grade social studies. Which is used for irrigation and commerce. You'll understand why I'm saying all this later. Okay. The town of Babylon was located along the Euphrates route. Yeah. Um, but it's in Iraq now? It is Iraq. If it's still... If it's... It says a city in Iraq, I think. Um, It just keeps pulling up Bible stuff. Okay. Of ancient civilization. Um, I mean, we still, might just be stupid and everybody is, be like, yes, no, it's still a place. No, like, it's still in Iraq, but I think it's been renamed. Okay, possibly. Yeah, maybe. If not, like, maybe we just don't know. So, um, there were breathtaking buildings with enameled brick, neatly paved streets, and statues of lions and dragons that were made. Um, and so Babylon was the most impressive city of its time at that point. Um, it makes it very obvious that Babylon was a thriving city, which is just like America as opposed to, like, other countries, like, third world countries. Uh Um, so, ironically, Babylon means gate of God after the Babylon Babylonian Empire was conquered by the Persians, most of the impressive buildings of Babylon were destroyed. So yeah, maybe it was renamed because it was like, you know, in destruction. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Is Mystery Babylon actually, actually America? America? <laughs> so Babylon is Babylon, like I was telling Dory. Babylon is Babylon, but what about Mystery Babylon in mm-hmm. Revelation? Um, modern versions call it a cryptic, cryptic name, Babylon the Great. Mm. That's what they call it. Which, don't we call it America the Great? Do we? People have. I've heard it. America the Great. Really? Yeah. I don't know if I've heard that. No, I've heard it, I think. Or am I talking about, like, something else the Great? Maybe. Something else is something. What is it? Tori's looking it up. There's a book called America the Great. (laughs) Wow, we love that. So, mystery slash cryptic Babylon must refer to something else if there is, or there's no mystery, obviously. So, they would have just called it Babylon if it truly meant Babylon, Babylon. but because they say mystery Babylon. Now, people think, people are like, oh, well, it's talking about Babylon, but if you really think about it, like, why wouldn't the people who were writing this and, like, God knowing how that this was going to happen, like, why wouldn't you put Babylon... As this code for something else. Yeah. You know? So, like, if it was another country, why would you even mention that country? Because, like, everybody in America would be, like, America wouldn't turn out as it is today. Yeah. It would be, like, doomed immediately. So, it's kind of, like, connecting the dots. Crossword puzzle. Yeah. Crossword puzzle. Ah, it's the Declaration of Independence. We've been making a lot of references to National Treasure, so... All right, so how can you reasonably describe Babylon in Iraq today? Okay, so it does exist. How can you reasonably describe that Babylon in Iraq today is, quote, great? Because that's how the Bible, like, describes it. Mm -hmm. So 
There's proof number one. Proof, we'll say, we'll say evidence because, you know, it has to be a conspiracy. Evidence number one. Mystery Babylon in the Bible is described to have great military and financial power over all the kings of the earth. And we have the scripture verses for this stuff. Um, we probably won't say all of them just because it gets a little, like, wordy. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, we won't, like, reference them. But if you would like to know what scriptures we're talking about, just hit us up and um, we'll, we'll send you what we've got. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so great military and financial power over all the kings of the earth. So over all the other countries, um, America yeah, is that's America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, whoever Babylon is, it's sudden disappearance would be extremely devastating to the world's economy. Um, to the point that no one buys the merchants goods anymore. So you like America, we have a huge like chunk in affecting the world's economy like just in general because we the consumer and like the buyer all Uh and the merchants like all of it like we control a good percentage of the economy in the world today so then there's another evidence like another piece of evidence so researchers say that possibly the strongest proof of all is how jeremiah calls babylon daughter Babylon with mention of her mother. So in Jeremiah fifty twelve it says, Your mother will be utterly humiliated. She who bore you will be put to shame. Look, she will lag behind all the nations, a dry land, a wilderness. So unlike any other countries that are like that we've named so far in the Middle East or anything like that, America has a clear mother country. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that like Great Britain is the mother country. Like England is yeah. the mother country of America. There's no other country that you can name that it's like has like a clear mother if that makes any sense. And if the Bible's talking about your mother will be utterly humiliated. Yeah. What what could that even mean besides something like that, you know? Yeah. So Great Britain is the mother Babylon of Jeremiah 5012, which daughter Babylon came from. Great Britain will watch as her closest and most powerful ally is destroyed in a single day, a single hour. Jeez. Yeah. So Jeez. Great Britain's going to watch as we die. Die. Awesome. Maybe I'll be in Great Britain at that time. <laughs> I know. I'm like thinking about leaving after this. Um, another piece of evidence. Both countries are also pictured in Daniel 7 before and after America's destruction. So in Daniel 7, 4, it says the first beast was like a lion, but had eagle's wings. I continued watching until its wings were torn off. It was lifted up from the ground, set on its feet like a man and given a human mind. So America's symbol is an eagle. Yes. On the dollar bill. Eagle's national symbol is the lion. Hmm. So that's, like, if that's not, like, a thing, that's a pretty big coincidence. Yeah. Like, let's, the first beast was a lion but had eagle's wings. And he kept watching until its wings were torn off. It was lifted up from the ground, set on its feet like a man, and given a human mind. So that's... Given a human mind. That's creepy. I know. That's creepy. It's like, wow. So a lion whose eagle's wings are plucked literally pictures the destruction of America since eagle's wings cannot survive without the body... But the lion body can and does survive. Boom. So we might die. <laughs> Possibly. You know, it's really hope we get hour. snatched up before that. But with all this stuff, 
like the research that we found would lean more toward we don't get snatched up before this. Yeah. We have to go through this. First. But I really don't want to have to do that. And I don't understand why God would put his people through that. But, you know, who knows? So, uh, the same beast that we just talked about reappears later in Revelation with the lion still there and the other three beasts of Daniel 7, but no more trace of the eagle. So the eagle did not exist Sorry, after that. Sorry, that was my um, water bottle. <laughs> Sorry. So the eagle was not mentioned, but the other three beasts were later on. The eagle died. So the eagle was gone. Just like America will be. Honestly, you know, because it does make sense. Like, if you really think about it, it does make sense for America to be gone. Because if America wasn't, America would, like, probably mess it all up. Mess, like, everything that's supposed to happen. Well, I'm Because gonna, we're so advanced. Well, I'm going to mention... Yeah, we're, like, really... God, why can't we just go back to, like, the Egyptian days? When I'm they trying just, to be Amish. Yeah. What the heck? I just want to, like, grow some strawberries or something. <laughs> grow some strawberries. Like, get rid of technology. I want to grow my pears. Yeah. Pear tree. I just want to, like, live on, like, a farm and, yeah. like, not talk to anybody. But, um, I'm going to mention that f- thing that I was saying before we started the podcast. Yeah. About, okay, so, there's, like, this, I guess you could call it a fact. Okay, so, most civilizations last around... 300 years before they fall um civil like such as like the roman yeah the stuff, roman empire like, like that kind of thing and most of those types of things normally only last about 300 years max and america is 244 years old mm-hmm. so if you do the math she's yeah. she's starting to reach her peak yeah she's of coming she's about that. to come down yeah um well and it looks like it anyway like with a, with the way that america you can truly say like, the way that America is now. Like, yes, there has been so much crap that has happened in America. Uh-huh. But, like, here recently, like, with COVID and, like, taking over, like, the entire world and, like, media and, like, everybody being, like, scared to death just because of the power that the government has. Like, yeah. Like, that's new. That's a, that's a new thing, I would yeah, say. Yeah, it was not like that literally two years ago. No, not, yeah. I God, mean, bring, take me back to 2016. Because <laughs> 2016 was where it was at. Yeah. So after the eagle, like there's no more trace of the eagle. It's dead, gone, destroyed. After that, the UK is transformed like the scripture. So let's read the scripture one more time. So the lion, their eagle's wings are plucked. So let's put this into perspective. The lion represents England. The eagle's wings represent America. America. So the wings are plucked. Which would represent the destruction of America. The lion survives because a lion body can survive without the wings. So England would survive. Then it's transformed and it's, quote, elevated, like the scripture says, and then given a new mind, the human mind. Mm-hmm. So a new mind. So this would picture the Antichrist taking over England and then the rest of the world. Oh. So everybody always thought that it would be, like, America that they would get taken over. Yeah. But honestly, it does make more sense for America to be destroyed and completely out of the picture. Because mm-hmm. America being destroyed would just cause havoc in general. Yeah. More havoc and than... And more, more vulnerability to the rest of the world. Yeah. And so they're saying... Researchers they're, like, say, killing yeah. their biggest... The big... Yeah. The, the biggest big shot, I guess. <laughs> and then the that, that leaves the, the others, and then they're like... Yeah. Please, no. Yeah, for real. Well, and if this truly does picture, like, the the Antichrist is supposed to be Middle Eastern. Yeah. The Antichrist takes over. 
United Kingdom first, then the rest of the world, after it destroys America with the help of the ten rulers, which you can find more about that in Revelation. If that is true, then <laughs> I, I, I'm i just, like, sitting here, like, I know it's going to be really bad. Like, I'm just yeah. sitting here wondering, like, that, like, how fast does that happen? Like, America is destroyed and then immediately somebody in the UK is like, well, I'm here to help everyone. That's what I was wondering, too. You know, like, how? what's the time frame there? Nobody yeah. knows, but, like, I do wonder what is the time frame there. So, Mystery Babylon has some characteristics. These get kind of crazy. I saw this last night. I was doing this research. I texted Tori, and I was like, Tori, this... I was like, Mystery Babylon is real. literally America. It's real. So, I said... I found some stuff about the Jewish population. So, there are biblical references to Jewish people living in this future mystery Babylon in the ancient Babylon from the 6th century BC till well into the early church age. So the majority of the Jewish population lived in ancient Babylon. It was the home to most of the world's Jews, even in the time of Christ. Okay. Today, the largest population of Jewish people is found in the United States. Are you serious? Yeah. That's so weird. Iraq, on the other hand, only has a relative handful of Jews living within its borders. Some estimate the Jewish population in Iraq to be about 10,000. Wow. And there's a great amount of them here in America. Yeah. So, Mystery Babylon is supposed to have a heavily... Uh, Jewish presence? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, then there's another characteristic of Mystery Babylon. It's supposed to be a manufacturing nation. So in Revelation eight twenty two, the passage, pa- wow, the passage tells us, manufacturing is no longer found in her after the judgment. This tells us that she was manufacturing nation prior to her destruction. Iraq is not a nation known for manufacturing. Iraq is in shambles. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Um. It's also known as the world's quote policeman. That's how a researcher liked to put it. So in Jeremiah, <laughs> Jeremiah fifty twenty three. It gives the Hebrew idiom, hammer of the whole earth. So, like, the person who keeps everybody in line. America likes to stick their nose in everybody's business. Yeah. Like, we and like cause to... cause problems. Right, right. Or or we like to try to solve things for everybody. When we don't need to. Yeah. So, the hammer of the whole earth. It had been used at one time to describe the way the empires of Persia, Greece, and Rome had applied their power to keep the world at peace. Today, major news media refer to America as the world's policeman... In the same kind of role that the Hebrew idiom references. And Iraq does not fit that role. Okay, so Mystery Babylon is also known for luxurious and rich lifestyle. So in Revelation chapter 17 and 18, um, it exemplifies uh, examples for that uh, if you want to look into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that definitely does not match up with Iraq. It is not capable of reaching levels of wealthy living standards that America is. Um, like if you're going to do a comparison, I think, it, I think at one point, I think Iraq, I could be completely wrong, but they're over in like the Middle East. There was a point in time when they were thriving and then something. No. Yeah. The, I there think was they, a point in time, but like well, there was a, there was a treaty, which was biblical, by the way, that was like fulfilling yeah, prophecy from that Donald was, Trump. Yeah. Which fulfilled prophecy. Like that's like. Like, there's literally, like, I think maybe, like, one or two more things that have to happen until, like, it's, like... Until it's, happen. like, it's time to go home. Yeah, <laughs> time to go to the mansion. Yeah. Um, it's also known for materialistic lifestyle, highest living standards, 
drugs and drug use, <sighs> wasteful, massive population, so. land with immigrants, powerful and oppressive. All of these characteristics scream America. United States. Yeah, especially um, what I'm about to talk about. <laughs> yeah, so Tori has some stuff about our Lady Liberty. Yeah, this is about, not our friend Libby. <laughs> <laughs> no, not our friend Libby. So this is all about the Statue of Liberty. Um, so these names are, Taylor, if I mispronounce these names, just because. Just don't do his last name. Just say Frederick. Okay. Um, okay. So anyways, the Statue of Liberty was built by Frederick Bartolotti. That's what we'll call him. Well, okay. Well, I'm just going to let you do it because I don't okay. know how to pronounce it either. Bar- Barthotti? I don't know. Just say Bartoloni. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the metal framework of the statue was built by Gustav Eiffel. Eiffel. So oh, he like the Eiffel, Eiffel Tower. Tower. He must be the one who built the Eiffel wow. Tower. Wow. Oh, okay. So, wow. So, yeah. we, have some, we have some stellar work. Wow. Get into work, boys. All right. <laughs> then, um, Edward Laboule. He's a... You can hear by him in National Treasure. Yeah, you actually Laboule. can. He's a Freemason. Um, he asked Frederick who was also a Freemason, for a sculpture to represent the goddess of illumination. And we looked up the definition of illumination, and it means light. It means... <laughs> guys, it means to illuminate. It means... And that's what it said. It said to illuminate. <laughs> okay. I was like, wow, what a great definition. Yeah. Okay. But the Statue of Liberty was a Masonic concept conceived from Freemasonry. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Oh, we did. Yeah, we knew we it. Did. Can we just... America was built on the Freemasons. Yeah. Like, extreme. The Statue of Liberty being built by Freemasons and Freemason concept. Yeah. Like, Yeah. It's just very deep-rooted. It is. And everybody's like, Freemasons are so nice. What are you talking about? I'm like, okay. I know. I'm like, all right. Why don't you look into it? Explain this. Why don't... Yeah, explain this. (laughs) Now look at this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but it was, um... It was built in the image of Roman Liberty Goddess... Liberty, Libertus, who was originally known as Ishtar by the Babylonians. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of big words in this. By Ishtar, the way. Ishtar, you can find more about in the Bible too. Yeah, so she became Libertus around the fifth century BC. Um, Libertus, standing for liberty, was the goddess of freedom because she promoted the idea of personal freedom to do anything that felt good. And yes, it does mean that way. <laughs> It did. It does. Everyone in their car right now is like, geez. Yeah, if you have children, we are going to have to talk about... <laughs> We're going to talk about a little S-E-X, but not a whole bunch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she said S-E-X. <laughs> um, she, she was called the matron goddess of prostitution because she promoted sexual freedom. At the time, slaves considered her the goddess or their goddess in hopes of winning their freedom crazy mm. so she was the goddess of prostitution yes Why do we so need okay. a goddess well, of prostitution if you're kind of confused right now because i know i just went into like literally like roman times so basically this was ishtar like libertus all that was back in like roman t- time period and People then when were the looking statue, for things to praise yeah and then when the statue of liberty was built they built the statue of liberty in that image of being like, oh, we can just recreate her. So the Freemasons love Libertus. They love prostitutes. <gasps> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Taylor's like, yeah, they do. They do, and Pizzagate. Okay. <laughs> but um, 
Let's see. So many women who gained freedom after being enslaved, they later turned to prostitution to survive and thereby retained Libertus as their goddess, especially if they became priestesses in a Libertus cult. So they all joined a cult and they all became prostitutes well, because that, of Libertus. Yes. And you remember that video I showed you before we started and it said that, I'm pretty sure that it said that these enslaved women would have to have sex with a priest yeah with a priest to become free yeah well to become free and it said to become pure yeah so that's what that's referring to a libertist cult so so and the statue of guys and the statue of liberty the image of america was based on this goddess of prostitution So, yeah, she would, Libertus was also the goddess of war. In order to fight for freedom and also goddess, she was also the goddess of victory because freedom must have victory in order to survive. Okay. In America, obviously, we've been to war a lot. So. My thing is, is like, you know, and I'm still stuck on the prostitution thing only because, like, children will put on, like, the Statue of Liberty crown. Like, if they're, if you're, like, in New York. Yeah. Or, like, you're in, where's the, where's the other one? I don't remember where the other one is. But if what? you're like a there's two. If you're near But like one of them is not displayed, is it? That's a national treasure. It's still true. They have to have facts. National treasure told me there's two. Yeah, but I don't think one of them's on anyways. Anyways, <laughs> if you're in New York and you're a child and you're looking at the Statue of Liberty, you know like how they dress up. Like yeah, the, like they have, and like they have the, the beads, they have the crown, the green robe. Yeah. Like think about that though. Like those children are wearing something that's supposed to represent prostitution. Mm, the Freemasons love it. The Freemasons are like, eh. I know, they're like, they're like, what you gonna do about it? They're like, eh. now look at this. <laughs> Libertus was also the goddess of um, immigrants. So this all just is really tying in. Yeah, it ties into what you were saying earlier, too. Um, she was known as the mother of harlots by Roman historian Cicero's writings. Cicero's, C- I think. Cicero's writings. Yeah. Um, Middle East and the Egypt. The mother of harlots. Yeah. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Middle East and Egypt called her the goddess of Ash. How do you even say that? Goddess Ash- Ashtoreth, which is a Hebrew word for yeah. Libertus. Yeah. Which so is liberty. So, like, into a lot of different countries, they love Libertus. <laughs> they love her. God. Um, in Greek, she was called Ash- Ashtrite, which was Aphrodite. You know who Aphrodite is. Um, Ishtar Maybe was the daughter. Katy Perry loves the Statue of Liberty. She loves Libertus. She does. She said, make me your friend. That song's called Dark Horse. Oh my God, Tori, I literally just cracked the code. She said, make me your friend. And that whole music video is like Egyptian. Uh-huh. Is talking about the Freemasons. And then is the dark horse, the one outside the Denver... From the Bible! No, I was thinking about the one from the Denver, Colorado airport. (laughs) Oh my god, wait, yeah, maybe it is. Lucifer. Lucifer. If y'all don't remember that, go look at our Denver airport episode. Dude, that's crazy. She loves the Freemasons. Okay. She probably is an Eastern star. Oh my god. (laughs) An Eastern star is Lady Freemasons. (laughs) Ishtar was the daughter to the original founding god of Babylon, known as Anu, who was believed to be the founding ruler of the planet Nubiru. Okay, so she was the daughter of the original founder, so the god of Babylon. Yes. So if so, if the Statue of Liberty so, really okay, was Ish- made in her image, Ishtar is Libertus, by the way. Like, so yeah, that's representation. So if Libertus is the daughter of the god of Babylon, and we are Babylon. 
That's what I'm saying. Like that. She how do you say hey, we are not mystery Babylon? No, I think we really are. <laughs> I know. I think we really is. But um, yeah. So he was supposed to be the ruler of the planet Nubiru, and Nubiru is believed to pass pass in our solar system every thirty six hundred years. Um, this is, is it. Do sh- I don't know. I should actually look that up. It says this is in scriptures dating back to the Ananuki or Ananuki and Sumerian times. The Sumerian, I think we learned about in social studies as well. Yeah, I might have to sneeze in a second, so excuse that if I do. No, I have to. No, (coughs) is it over? Oh, how about now? Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> Usually you sneeze a couple times. And- I know. I might have to later on. Maybe after we're done. Yay. Oh. <laughs> so in different cultures, she, she is um, like described as wearing a freedom cap and having a wreath along with a spear or sometimes a sword um, as she does on like Roman coins. So, so if you she's look on up, Roman coins? Yeah, remember we looked it up. Like if you look up That's like right. the yeah, Roman like coins, like she's on there. Libertus. And she Ishtar. has and she has what again? A freedom cap and a wreath along with a spear. Or sometimes a sword. A yeah. spear. What? The torch? <laughs> okay, so the, the sta- crown. Yeah. Yo, this this, this she really is the Statue of Liberty. Why wouldn't they call it the Statue of Liberty? Libertus. Yeah. We already said that. I know, but like, really think about it, y'all. Like, we are Babylon. Yeah, we are. Oh, I'm starting to get teary-eyed because we're about to die. <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> I do because I want to go to heaven before that. I hope we do. All right. <laughs> the Statue of Liberty was originally supposed to have been made with um, color per request of Laboule, which is the guy that was like, make me a prostitute. Laboule. Yeah, he like wanted her to be the statue or whatever. So, <laughs> he was in love with Statue her. of Liberty was originally supposed to hold a gold cup, quote, filled with the wine of freedom and wear a purple robe. Okay. And then the crown of seven spikes, which is, you know, she has her little crown on her head. It has the seven spikes on it. This was um, a symbol to represent the enlightenment of the Babylonian sun god, Shem. Shamash? What? Shamash. Shamash. Literally. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. It's Shamash. Yeah, no, literally. Um, The idea was that the sun god, God's oculate illumination. uh, What? (laughs) What? The occultic. What? Occultic. I said The idea was, I'll say that part of the sentence for The idea was that the sun god's Basically, cult elimination could be focused by each of the seven spikes of the crown. So each seven spike was supposed to like represent, represent part cult of the cult, like yeah, cult like yeah. things. Yeah, <laughs> oculate. Yep, I'm so <laughs> smart. Um, it says each spike would represent each of the seven quote horrors. Yeah, horas. Not horrors. <laughs> horas is hours in Spanish, but I don't think that's what that means. Yeah, this is like, I don't know. Is this like? What language is this? I have no idea. Probably Greek. It's probably. But, um, so it's going to represent... Okay. Let me reread that sentence. <laughs> each uh, spike would represent each of the seven, quote, auras of large land masses of the wor- world. So, in other words, each spike would flash to a continent on planet. Like, on planet Earth. You like, know? Seven spikes, seven continents. Now, she's not talking about, like, flash, like, light. She's talking about, like... 
cult like they're supposed to represent cult like things to each continent. Yes. So not like we're not flashing light to yeah, each. Yeah, not continent. like we're giving them enlightenment. We're <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, you're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> we're not giving them a spotlight. <laughs> uh, each of the seven spikes would then be represented. One of the, yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah, it's so each, the- each continent in the world is represented in... So there's seven continents in the world. There's seven spikes on her head. And so, seven cults! <gasps> what? Oh, wow. The cult of America. We are in a cult, actually. Yeah, we basically are. But now, so if you just could actually get through all of me explaining all those insane names and what they want to do. Explaining yeah. whatever she said. Now I'm going to pull some stuff from the book of Revelation, chapter 17 and 18. The great prostitute and the beast. That's cute. Don't you love that? Anyway, Revelation is scary. I know. I love it. <laughs> but so it says in chapter 17, then one of the seven angels who had seven bowls came and said to me, quote, come, I will show you the judgment of the great prostitute who is seated on many waters. If you know where the Statue of Liberty is, you know that there's water all around. Now, it might even not even be just talking about the Statue of Liberty, too. It could just also be talking about America sitting on many waters because... That's on, true, too. Cause one we side are, we have Atlantic and one side we have Pacific. That's also true. So, I mean, it can go both ways because we are the great prostitute. <laughs> that's the name <laughs> of this episode, Great Prostitute. The, the Great Prostitute. <laughs> Um, this is verse two. It says, with whom the kings of earth have committed sexual immorality and with the wine of those who sexual or, whoa, immorality, the dwellers on earth have become drunk. So we've become drunk of her sexual immorality with her wine. So, and you remember they wanted her to hold a cup cup of of wine. wine. Of freedom. They called it freedom, which is in their term, sexual immorality. Yeah, because you remember that one goddess was like, do whatever feels good. That you, but that's so crazy to have a. They said a cup of wine of freedom, but it's described in the Bible as a, a cup sex. of wine of sexual impurity. Love that. Oh. <laughs> Verse three says, "And he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sitting on a scar." You've had this one too, didn't you? Did you? No. Have, you had something similar to this. It says, "And I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast that was full of blasphemy names." Um, and it had seven heads and ten horns. So Some seven... people think that that video of Katy Perry performing, um, I can't remember what song it is. But she was sitting on a huge, like, big beast at, like, the Ew. Super Bowl one time. It was when she did the Super Bowl. It was when the thing was walking. Yes. It was the, it was and she, she, she was sang wearing, Dark Horse, didn't she? And she was wearing, um, like, fire yeah, like, I remember that. Like, yeah. And they were saying, like, isn't it so weird that, like, she was a preacher's daughter and uh-huh. she's, like, on the beast and, like, there's, like, biblical. She's trying so hard. <laughs> she's, she's pizza gay. Yeah. But she's it says, a lot. She, I don't like her. We need to do a whole episode on Katy Perry. I know. But, like, it goes, it says the seven heads, which could kind of point to the seven points of the crown. Mm-hmm. Uh, verse four says, the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet and adorned with gold and jewels and por- pearls holding in her hand a golden cup full of abominations and the impurities of her sexual immorality. A cup. So if you remember, he said that he... Laboulet, that was... Laboulet, yeah. Yeah, he said he wanted her to wear purple, which is... This is right here in the book of Revelation. And he wanted her to have gold and stuff all over and her. And have a cup of wine. And have a cup of um, wine. And this, in the Bible, says it's a cup of abominations and impurities of her sexual immorality. 
So this it's makes once again, you it's literally throw up, bruh. literally like I don't know how like if anyone tries to like argue this, I don't know how you can. Honestly. Besides, it's a coincidence. No, it's not. It's um, a coincidence so, that this is in the Bible. Verse 5 <laughs> then says, and, her for- and on her forehead was written the names of mystery, quote, Babylon the Great, mother of prostitutes and of earth's abominations. It makes you wonder if it actually is written on the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, somewhere. what if it's like on the very top of like the... What if it's written in Hebrew? Ooh, yeah. What if it's... It's probably... Because, you know, like, national monuments have, like, stuff hidden in them. That's what like, we were talking about. Like, I, me and Tori so badly wish we could seriously, like, live out national treasure and go on to these national monuments and, like, go in and see if there's, like, actual, like, Freemason treasure that they talk about yeah. on the movies. Because all this stuff really was built by Freemasons. We just talked about that. So, yeah, like, so, like there why wouldn't there be some messages. kind of... It's a secret society. Why would there not be something secretive behind it? Well, Freemasons it? do have treasure. Nobody knows where it is. We've talked about that. Oh, my God. I want to find it. Yeah, and so I'm going to skip to verse 15 because I cut some on the mount. But it says, and the angel said to me, quote, the water, the waters that you saw where the prostitute is seated are the people, are the peoples and the multitudes and the nations and languages. So once again, you know, uh, Lady Liberty or America is seated upon many waters. We are the, the melting pot. We are the people. We have many languages. Like, we have lots of nationalities. Like, we're Very just... Very diverse We're, we're mixed. So, yeah. that would once again show that that could be, like, us. And that could be America. Taylor's dogs are barking. They love the podcast. <laughs> they do. Taylor's They're dogs shouting us it. out right now. But... If that information did not convince you that America could possibly be Babylon. Mystery um, Babylon. Yes, thank you. Mystery (laughs) Babylon. Um, There's actually, there's, if you literally just go on DuckDuckGo search engine and Mm -hmm. you look up like, is America Babylon? You can find so many documentaries. If you would just type in America Mystery Babylon, like, yes, they're really long, but they are extremely informational. Yeah. So, I mean, there's actually, it's really interesting, kind of scary, but... Take the Bible and take, like, the documentaries from this and you, yeah, you and can't you deny get, it. You get everything correlated with each other and it's not like it's coincidental. Like, no. it's all... It's it's literally as... It, like, obviously God knew all this was going to happen, but, like, it's It's crazy to, like, kind of try to crack the code. Yeah. But watch no, I really like, feel like Ben Gates. I know. I'm I like... Because like- <laughs> you remember that TikTok where he was like, Lavalet. Yes. Picnic tables. Picnic tables were made by... The Mason, I know. But he's like keeps going. He's like in the pen and the twin, the resolute, the desk. Back in the da da da, Queen Victoria had two desks <laughs> made out of the wood. <laughs> of he this literally shit. goes like da da. And I'm like, and thing. everyone's like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. We're all like, yeah. And like, then he like, finds the treasure. Like, how did he get so we're cracking the code on America. We're we are falling. Ah, oh, cracking the code on America is a great. Yeah, because we don't know what to title this. Title. Maybe that's what we title it. Should we call it that, or should we call it something scarier? La Boulay. What kind of La Boulay? Freemasons. <laughs> so, next week on TNT Talk, we are going to be reacting to our one year anniversary. Our, our very to our, fir- to our first episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you guys see? I am very educated here. We. <laughs> We it's are going to be reacting. Next week is our one year anniversary. Of so, the podcast, which yes. is it's super insane. 
crazy. So we're going to be crazy. reacting to episode number one, which was like yes. one step for man, one giant step for, or, I mean, one, one lie, lie for, for mankind, something like oh. that. We talk about the moon landing. I know that much. We're going to react to how horrible it was it back then. It might have been good. We might have been spreading some facts. We got to give ourselves the benefit of the doubt. I don't think we did that good. But... <laughs> But yes, this this episode that we just filmed did close out our series and will also close out like the sophisticated episodes of our season. Classy. This next episode that we come out with next week will be a little fun and light. It will and it will be the last episode of our season two. Um, we're still trying to figure out what we're going to do for season three because mm-hmm. Tori's literally getting married. Uh, and graduating school. Tori's getting married and graduating school. I'm getting job offers. Like, there's there's a lot going on. The podcast is not ending. The podcast is not going to be done. Like, we are no. still doing the it's podcast. It's just going to be probably, out. yeah, it'll probably be like twice a month uploads. Yeah, we're trying to do like maybe a bi-weekly thing. Maybe we could do one week long episode, the next week a mini. mini. So yeah. we can still have one released every every week, just not as hard on us. Yeah. So we're still trying to figure it out, but uh, thanks for joining on this journey with us of season two. Season season two, it was awesome. It's been insane. The past six months have been very informational. We've gained a lot of uh, new followers. Yeah, a lot of new listens. Been really amazing. It has. So come back next week to listen to a funny episode. Um, I'm not. I don't think we're gonna release a mini next week. I don't think so either. Yeah, so the mini that we just filmed was the last mini as well. So, yeah, come back next week to hear a funny episode where we react to the worst episode we've ever made. (laughs) I don't know about that. No. No, yeah, you're right. There's a few others. Yeah, there is. You guys know what they are. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of TNT Talk. Make sure you take the time to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at TNT Talk, as well as on TikTok at TNT Talk Podcast. Also, you can email us with any suggestions you have for future episodes at TNT Talk Podcast at gmail.com.